I think we need to look uh, not to raise taxes, but we need to look to for ways uh, to generate revenue. We need to look at new ways to generate revenue. One of them is this bill. Hi there, it's WAMC News Director Ian Pickus. And on this episode of the WAMC News Podcast, my conversation with New York State Assemblyman Angelo Santa Barbara. He's a Democrat recently re-elected in the 111th Assembly District, and he has an idea for how New York can go about chipping away at its revenue shortfall next year. Legalize mobile sports betting. Sports gambling is now legal in New York State casinos, but you have to go in person to place a wager. Santa Barbara says the pandemic has shown sports betting, like everything else, can be done remotely. We spoke about that and his hopes for the rest of the 2021 session. Assemblyman, uh, you have put out a call to uh, expand and legalize mobile sports betting in New York State uh, in the next session. How come? Uh, well, there's a you know a number of a number of things have obviously happened with uh, uh, since last session. Uh, the budget gap that we're facing, uh, everybody is uh, scrambling to try and find sources of revenue. Uh, my proposal uh, that I uh, my my uh, lottery proposal, the Emergency School Relief Act of 2020, uh, looking to to reclaim some of those funds for our to support our local schools, was one proposal. This is another proposal. Uh, Looking to uh, looking to create revenue to uh, generate revenue in New York State. What we've seen uh, is uh, le- once sports betting was legalized last year, uh, Rivers Casino uh, o- opened up a sports book, uh, and we saw a significant boost in the local economy. Uh, the revenue that went to the state made it a win-win for everybody. People were people that uh, were looking uh, for sports betting in a safe, regulated manner. They got that. But the issue with it, with that now is that it can only be done physically inside the casino. So I, I, to place a bet, you'd have to go to Rivers Casino. Obviously, with social distancing, uh, with COVID regulations, uh, casinos operating at you know 25 percent, uh, you know uh, uh, they're not able to get uh, a lot of people are not able to get in there to do what this was intended to do. Now we had this proposal last year. Uh, a sports, a mobile sports betting proposal where people could do it on a mobile platform or online, uh, something that uh, needed more support. Uh, I think now with everything that's happened, most businesses are operating online or people, people, people are doing more and more business virtually because they've had to uh, just to survive, uh, to be able to operate under the COVID regulations that we uh, live under right now. And it makes sense now to take re-examine that bill that I sponsored last year. I co-sponsored it last year with a number of other colleagues. Uh, it, it makes sense to take another look at that and look at the revenue that it can also generate. New Jersey did go ahead and take advantage of that, and they did authorize mobile sports betting, uh, and they produced a significant amount of revenue for their state, and that's a neighboring state. We should be doing the same thing here uh, this is the time. If it's, if it's it's very apparent that it's something that's happening in other states. Uh, you know, sports betting in general has been happening even before it was legalized. It was happening in an underground market. We kind of brought that out of the shadows. It's time to do that with mobile sports betting as well. And it comes at a benefit because the revenue uh, that's produced from it, uh, latest estimates are, are are showing that it could produce up to $900 million in New York State. That's pretty significant compared to the 30 or $40 million that it's producing now having to go into the casino. When you open it up to mobile, 
a lot more revenue is generated at a time when we need to support our schools, at a time when we need to deliver aid to local communities like Schenectady. Uh, this is this is uh, something that we should uh, move forward with, take this next step. Uh, and again, it's something that other states are taking advantage of. We should do the same. And it's also it also can be part of a solution to the uh, to the budget gap that we're facing this year. The state sanctioned casinos have had their own troubles during the pandemic. Wouldn't a mobile betting app or you know mobile access to sports gambling hurt those casinos? I think that uh, the casinos, if you talk to them, uh, they've been looking for this legislation. They were hoping it would have been passed last year, last session. This is something that will certainly benefit them because they will be able to operate, uh, you know, through their casino. A lot of these mobile sites, they'll be able to uh, reach more people. Again, uh, it's it's very limited right now uh, how and you know when you can play sports betting, uh, when you can participate in sports betting. Uh, I think that if you look at what's happened in New Jersey you see that uh, it's a significant boost, not only to the casino, but also to the local economy. What about the argument uh, that mobile sports gambling just makes it easier for people who have a problem, you know, to get in a a huge hole? Um, If you have to physically go to the casino to place the wager, there's some hoops to jump through. The casino is going to know who you are uh, if there's an issue. But you know, you might be dealing with people who are uh, young or impulsive or have a gambling problem, and this would just make it easier for them uh, to ruin their lives. Well, uh, I think that uh, if, if you look at the Supreme Court decision, it did, you know, by making sports betting illegal, it never really stopped it. It just moved underground and offshore, and it's, it's a multi-billion dollar, it was a multi-billion dollar market operating underground and never really stopped it. People were still doing it. Uh, now what's happened with the legislation is being done in a safe, regulated manner with consumer protections built in to make sure that people don't get in trouble, to make sure that it's being done safely and responsibly. And we've proven that with sports betting. And the same would happen with mobile sports betting. And again, I only have to point to New Jersey you know, to look at you know, what they've done with uh, legalizing sports betting, but also the mobile sports betting. You can see it comes at a win-win to the state. It's a, it's, it comes out of the shadows. You're not operating underground anymore. You have a safe, responsible alternative now to place bets on your favorite team or whatever sport you're, you're interested in, just as you would on any other table game or uh, anything else you would do in the casino. Uh, the bottom line is the legislation actually makes it safe and responsible with consumer protections built in. Now, you've mentioned that New York needs to get on board here, in your opinion, because neighboring states uh, are doing so. So there's a market disadvantage for New York State at a time when it needs all the revenue it can get. Um, What do you think about uh, this issue and also legalizing recreational marijuana in 2021? Do you see both of those things happening? Well, I see them. I see them as topics of conversation. I see them uh, certainly being discussed. I know the uh, legalizing recreational marijuana has uh, resurfaced uh, in, in, in recent days here. Uh, it's not something that I'm supporting right now. I need to definitely need to know more about what's happening, what that bill looks like. Uh, I think it's, it's gone through a number of changes. Uh, but sports betting, I can tell you, I, I'm a sponsor on, I'm a co-sponsor on the bill. I support it because it, it, it generates revenue for the state. And, uh, you know, I hear, you hear about people, you know, driving across the border into New Jersey, pulling their car over and placing a mobile sports bet and then coming back. 
you know, it, it, you know, things like that show that you're not really stopping this by not passing this bill. You're not stopping it. People are still finding ways around it uh, to do uh, to, to, to place these bets. Uh, we should move forward with this. There is a budget gap we're facing. We need to look to generate revenue to support schools, to support communities. Uh, you know, we're facing a budget gap. And when you look at ways to generate revenue, I'm not saying this is the silver bullet that's going to solve everything, but it could be part of a bigger solution with a number of bills like this where we could generate the revenue to to, uh, to address the budget gap this year. What questions do you have about recreational marijuana? And the reason I ask is, um, you know, the example you just gave of someone going across the border to place a sports bet, we know that's happening uh, in Western Massachusetts and Vermont, which, you know, they have the cannabis dispensaries. And we know people from New York are are going to buy their marijuana there. That's one of the reasons uh, supporters have really pushed to get it done this season. Well, there's, you know, there's a lot of different differing opinions on, you know, uh, what the bill actually does, how it's going to be regulated. Uh, how law enforcement uh, will be able to, uh, uh, you know, enforce the, the rules, the new rules that are in place. There's a number of, of unanswered questions around uh, legalizing recreational marijuana. And also, you know, uh, people have looked to other states as to the success or some of the things that haven't gone uh, so well in other states. Uh, and I think we need to look at that. And we need to look at what our bill actually looks like and what it would do and how it would affect our communities. My main concern, of course, is how it's going to affect our communities our youth, you know, uh, there's a number of things that uh, I think are still unanswered with that bill. Uh, so right now, uh, it doesn't have my support until I have the information and I can look at it closer. But right now, uh, it's not something I'm supporting. Speaker Hasty this week said effectively it's time to raise taxes on the wealthy uh, to start making up the budget uh, gap that the governor has pegged at about $15 billion for next year. What's your reaction to that? I think we need to look to the federal government. Uh, to see what aid, what aid we can get, uh, I know uh, you know everybody has been doing that. Everybody has been saying that. I, I think we need to look uh, not to raise taxes, but we need to look to for ways uh, to generate revenue. We need to look at new ways to generate revenue. One of them is this bill. Uh, you know, as far as schools, you know, we've got to take a look at the lottery money. You know, can we divert those funds to where they should be in the first place, which is to our schools? We need to look at uh, the budget overall. You know, where uh, we can uh, uh, we can uh, generate revenue where we can reallocate funds that are that are in the budget already, uh, and you know there's a lot of projects going on, a lot of things the governor likes to do, a lot of projects he likes to do a lot of uh, uh, you know his own projects in the state. Maybe some of those projects can, can, can go on hold right now, and we can look to fund some of these critical needs in our community. Uh, I don't think we should be looking to raise taxes uh, at a time when uh, our communities are struggling like this. I think we need to look for ways to offer property tax relief. I think we need to look for ways to support our schools and generate revenue uh, for them. Uh, But I think there's proposals like this out there that we need to look at. And I think no one proposal is the answer. I think that a number of proposals could generate enough revenue uh, but I'm not for raising taxes. Do you differentiate between raising taxes on most New Yorkers and the very wealthy, you know, a, a so-called millionaire's tax? I think we have to. I think we have to look at. You know, every puzzle needs to be looked at individually. But again, I, I don't. I don't think there's. Uh, you know, right now, I don't think raising taxes is the answer. I think there's ways to generate revenue to get us where we need to be. We just need to find those proposals and work together to get there. 
Now, what if, I mean, we just went through this uh, federal COVID relief package, uh, which did not have the state and, and local aid in it. Um, Democrats have said they'll go back next year. Biden will be president and they'll have another shot at it. But uh, we don't know who will be controlling the U.S. Senate yet. So that's not clear yet. So you're saying, um, you know, let's see what kind of federal aid we can get. But so far, New York is, is still waiting uh, in the same way it was back in May. Well, uh, uh, we we are in desperate need uh, for the federal government to to assist here. Uh, we do need them to help us. Uh, the state uh, can only do so much. Uh, you know, we have resources, but they're limited. They only go so far. Uh, we do need this is you know, this is a pandemic. It's a crisis. Uh, you know, we're seeing things that we haven't seen before. Uh, we need aid from the federal government. They need to help New York. They need to help our communities. Uh, you know, there's an entirely different set of uh, needs in upstate that there is from downstate, uh, but they all need to be addressed. And we, again, we 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 got to we have to think outside the box here. How we could generate revenue, how we can help lift ourselves up. But we, at the same time, we also know that we need assistance from the federal government and we need to keep pushing for it. Uh, all of us together need to keep pushing for it. Um, Assemblyman Santa Barbara, this uh, upcoming session is going to be another weird one in Albany because it seems it's going to begin uh, remotely. And, uh, you know, a lot of the normal stuff that happens in person uh, at the Capitol will be happening over Zoom, presumably for the next few months. Uh, What would you say your top priority is for the next session? I mean, it seems like uh, COVID is really, again, the overarching issue in Albany this year. Yeah, COVID relief is certainly, uh, you know, the top issue right now. People are concerned about it. Local businesses are still struggling, uh, finding ways to help our local businesses support. Our restaurants right now are going through a really rough period. I mean, it's been difficult for them, uh, but now with uh, this this second wave uh, of of COVID, uh, it's been even more difficult because of the restrictions. Uh, So I think we, we need to find ways to give them relief. Uh, and there's a number of ways and a, a number of proposals that maybe can do that. Uh, but those are the things we need to focus on. How are we going to rebuild our economy starting at the local level? How do we support our local diners, our local businesses? How do we get them back on their feet? As I just mentioned with, uh, with rivers and a lot of businesses, uh, a lot of the, uh, uh, the comparison with rivers and sports betting is that the, the simple fact is a lot of people, a lot of businesses have had to adjust. They've had to go online. They've had to do a lot of their businesses. A lot of the business is being done online. Uh, we're seeing a lot of the contact free uh, delivery. Uh, we're seeing things, but we need to find ways to support uh, and boost our local economy. That's one of the things I like about the, you know, when sports betting came to rivers, when it was in person, a lot of people did go to the casino. So there was more activity in a city like Schenectady uh, and I think that the, the revenue was a win-win, made it a win, but and then as a win-win because the state got revenue from it as well. So I think we need to look uh, at creative proposals, ways that we can support our local economy, sort, support local restaurants, rebuild our communities, also assistance to the people that need it, the people that are hurting, the people that have been out of work. Uh, this this uh, this last round of stimulus uh, does help with unemployment for people that are still not able to return to work or have had to uh, uh, take time off from work. So, you know, assistance, things like that, we need to continue, uh, certainly until we get through uh, this crisis. Uh, but there's a number, there's a whole host of other issues with special needs kids that I've been focusing on, people, kids with disabilities, adults with disabilities. There's a tremendous need to support direct care, uh, which has been underfunded for years. And now it's really hurting a lot of people because they're just unable 
to continue to continue doing this type of work because of the low wages that have existed. So uh, they need support as well. At the end of the day, it does come down to funding, a lot of the issues that we're talking about, but it also comes down to making adjustments for special needs kids that are doing distance learning, uh, for the educational needs. If you look at schools, they're being asked to do more with less. We're asking them to do a lot more because of the health and safety regulations uh, that are in place. So that means we need to find ways to get them more funding. Uh, so these are amongst the top priorities for me. Certainly there's more, uh, but these are amongst the, uh, amongst, amongst the top priorities. New York State Assemblyman Angelo Santa Barbara recently re-elected in the 111th Assembly District. He's a Democrat. Uh, Assemblyman, thank you so much for your time, and we'll uh, stay in touch as the new session starts. Thanks so much. All right, that does it for this episode of the WAMC News Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, I'm Ian Pickus.